Hello, guys. This is the Lockdown Series podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay, I'm not supposed to be excited like this, but yeah, I'm excited. I got my guy online. I, it's, uh, I, I'm telling you. So, please don't compare our voices. This, his voice is. I'm always solid saliva. <laughs> his voice is like, like, okay, like that. You know, um, is it Denzel? No, it's better than Denzel Sharp. But don't let me, don't let me blow his, don't let me because his head used to be. Um, Please, blow you must do it. <laughs> All right, guys, I have um, Yinka on the line. Uh, is, should I call you myself because I don't understand? You really are doing things anymore. Things are changing so so rapidly, you know. But I have Yinka shit on the line, my guy, my my D three nigga. Oh well. Well, well, first of all, I have to ask you what <laughs> this morning because you're obviously so excited. I am not as excited as you are. Yeah, I mean, no, that's fine, but you're already getting infected, and which is why I like that. <laughs> infected, please use that word very carefully this season. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you're welcome. How are you? I'm hungry. Oh, okay, that's fine. Um, how else are you? <laughs> Uh, I think I'm doing good. I'm in a space where I am realizing life. And I think it's a good place to be. Oh, fine. Okay, so please, can you just quickly do a brief um, intro of yourself? So at least they have an idea that I'm not um, changing my voice. <laughs> of course. Um, right. You already said my name is Ginka, so that name better stick. I... I am a public health enthusiast, which is to say that I care about how people live their lives and how their health is overall. But beyond that, I'm also a spoken word artist. And those are the two things that I think I define myself by. And of course, I also like to play <laughs> a lot like you, which is how I know you. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Okay, so I like to play, but Yinkazun <laughs> is out of the world, I swear. <laughs> I forgive you. We're on a podcast right now. I'm being serious. So I'm ignoring you. Okay. You know, you know what I say about serious people now? They're on Yaba left. I refuse to be a Yaba left patient, I beg. So please, let me pass. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be serious. Anyway, so Inka has joined me this morning. Uh, at this time, that so we're, we're talking about um, um, issues that affect um, us. You know, the, you know, um, you know. For me, one of the things that that um, interests me about life is is how we go from one stage to the other and to the other and to the other, and then you know, and how much we make of those, you know, stages in our life, of those phases in our life, how, how much it, um, it affects, you know, so how, how, do we, how do we make the best choose of this season that we are in, you know, yeah. whatever it is, and then how does it, um, the, the use of where we are now, the, the making the most of where we are now, how does it affect the next phase of our lives, you know? So one of the, one, one of the things I know that Yenka would fix, well, he's a public health person, so he, he would definitely. I'm sure he's going to talk about you people sitting in your houses. This this is supposed to be lockdown. People are still walking around, you know. He's just, just can you just share with us, you know, um, your perspective on on um, the different seasons, you know, that you had to go through as as a human being, as a student, as a person. 
as a son, as a brother, you know, how, how as a friend, how have you dealt with the different seasons, you know, of your life? Well, I think one of the, one of my ground rules for when it comes to approaching this topic is the knowledge of this of this simple fact, and it's the fact that growth is a sine curve. Okay. In health, we, we say it all the time, growth is a sine curve, which is to say that growth is not a straight line. There are times that you grow rapidly and all of a sudden there is a lag and then there's a rapid growth. You cannot always predict what phase of growth you are in. But the truth is it is a sine curve. It is always prone to change. So I think understanding, first of all, that growth, is an, in any, that growth and change are inevitable, it kind of better positions you to manage the shock of it. Now, there, I feel like there are basic things that every person has to go through. But there are specific experiences that if you do not grow through, you cannot, you cannot grow into the fullness of who you are supposed to be. Let me make any sense. Mm. Yeah, sure. Go on, go on. I'm saying. Every person at some point will grow taller and mm. they would develop deeper voices, or, well, some of us way deeper voices. <laughs> and yes, all of those physical changes will occur. But then again, they don't exactly make a lot of difference. But there are specific things that I believe that when you go through, they determine how you turn out to be as a human being. One of them is experiencing God. Oh. The second one is experiencing heartbreak. E, e, e. You know about that the one. Third I mean. is experiencing it's joy. Good. I am ignoring you. <laughs> <laughs> the third one is experiencing joy. The fourth oh. one is experiencing grief. So one is oh. God. One is ha- heartbreak. One is joy. One is grief. See, experiencing those four stages of growth, it, it is critical to determine how you turn out as a human being. So yeah, oh. that's about it. Wow. Okay. So, what, what, what? Um, when, when you go through these different seasons, right? Um, how? What are your? Um, what are your? How do you? How do you? What are the questions you ask yourself so that you take away from that, you know, season the best lesson for that period that would help you know, in the next. Um, in, Hmm. Wow. Now that is it. That, that, that question sounds like you just dropped me with a bazooka because it's loaded. There's all kinds of questions to it. And I think you're very right. The kind of questions we ask determine the quality of answers we get. Yeah. If you ask someone, did you come here with your legs or with a car? He would answer you with a car or a leg. But if you ask the person, what mode of transportation brought you here? How did you get here? How easy was it to get here? Then you are better, you are better able to get rounded question, I mean, answers, right? So yes, with relation to those things that I mentioned, I think in our experience of God, the first thing that you have to ask yourself is, who is God and who am I? And I'm saying that for two things. Your knowledge of God determines your experience of God. And your experience of God determines your experience of life. Mm. And so I think that the question that you must always be asking at every stage of your walk, say with God, for instance, is understanding who you are walking with. I think it's important because they say, if you do not know, you say, um, I was, I was about to speak to you about, is, is that allowed? Is that, is that right? Go on, go on. Good. And the you should be saying that, Abba Nidbi Mamo Waini. I don't know. You just have to finish that yourself. Abba Nidbi Mamo Waini or Tainini, which is mm. the person that you are relating with who does not know you intimately. He's ultimately your enemy. And so if you must have the best experiences of God and as they will affect your life, it is important that you understand the character of God. So I think that asking questions relating to the character of God is something that you can never stop doing. Okay? It's not every day you have to question your salvation. 
teaching the role of pastors in the church. That is not your business. But asking who is God to me? Who is God to the world? And what does he expect? That is a question you must never stop asking because that answer will affect you in every phase of your life. Okay? Now, I don't want to give extensive answers because, of course, it's a podcast and we have people who are conscious of their time. But again, for instance... Players as possible. Right? One of my so one of my favorite topics to talk about is heartbreak. <laughs> and <laughs> I was on Instagram recently and I saw someone calling herself an infidelity escape expert, which is to say that she's basically an expert at helping people deal with spouses who are who are cheating. Mm. It's an interesting construction because if you ask me, it may sound silly, but it's important because mm-hmm. infidelity and say the consequent heartbreak is something that a lot of people have to deal with. Mm. Right? And so within that context of heartbreak, I think the first question that we must, the first, look, I think that the, the, best, the best questions are the simple questions. Mm. And so in relation to that, I think the simple question we must always ask ourselves when we, ex- when we experience heartbreak is why? Why did this happen? One, two, why am I reacting the way that I am re- reacting? It's, it's extremely important because as human beings, we are reactive beings. We really, don't, we really don't think like we should. We react. That is why fundamentally we have the fight or flight response. When things happen, we react. But we, it is not our reaction that is important because our reaction is biological. Why we are reacting is what we must address. Mm. If the reason that you are experiencing a heartbreak is because you set yourself up with someone who was not the person you should have been with, your reaction should not be self-hate for yourself. It is how to grow yourself away from needing a person. Mm. So that why question is extremely important. Why did this happen? And why am I choosing to react the way that I am reacting? Very important question. Mm. I, now, in the, concept, in the context of grief, um, I don't know if I shared this with you recently, but um, two days ago, my mom's brother, her oldest brother, her most beloved brother, passed from complications arising from his suffering from the COVID disease. Oh, wow. Wow. You're always coded about things like that now. You didn't tell me. Sorry to hear about that. What should I say? I'm sorry too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I was I think I'm coded about those things because I'm more particular about the lessons and my reactions to those events. Mm. So I don't want to tell someone and have them react to me and then project a certain kind of emotion. No. I want to process and learn the lesson. Mm. Mm. So the question I always seek to learn from grief is what is loss and why is it important for me to feel it? Mm. Because the truth is number one, what is loss? Loss is not the same thing for every person. Sure. We can both lose our uncles and one person will feel nothing and one person will not feel anything. But we both lost something. Mm. So determining what loss is for you is important. Mm. Since when a person dies, context of experiencing grief what some people miss is having a breadwinner in their family what some people miss is having someone that they can converse deeply with so what is lost to you am mm. i making it these questions are extremely important and my second question is why is it important to feel it because in this case it is not that why am i reacting this way because you will react your body does not need a lesson in grief. When grief happens, your body will react. If you do not shut down, you will cry. If you do not cry, you will, you will react. There are stages to this thing. Mm. But the question is, 
why is it important to feel it? Because if you don't know why you should feel something, you will try to not feel it. And by, extent, and by extension, you will damage yourself and you will shorten your healing, you will lengthen your healing period in the process. Yeah. Then again, with these questions, Ola, my answer is not in answering them. My answer is in wrestling with the questions. When Jacob encountered God, when he ran away from after he had gone to go and play while you with Esau, <laughs> he was midway between where he was going and where he was. Notice that's a very important construction, where he was going and where he was. He yeah. was in the midst of questions. And he yeah. experienced someone who he perceived to be God. And what did Jacob do? Jacob yeah. did what I would do. He took off his clothes and he decided to do WWE. He wrestled. He wrestled <laughs> with the questions. Mm. Angel of, he said, I will not leave you until you bless me. Now, I'm not sure if God pronounced a blessing there. But you see, the blessing was not as important as his wrestling. Mm. Okay, I, I'm talking too much. I am yeah, positively yeah. too much. Um, it's, 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 yeah, please go on. Just, just, My just... lesson from the Jacob example is that mm. in those, those places, it is not the conclusions that we come to that matters. It is how dedicated we are at wrestling with the questions. Because even like I said, backtracking to the question of God, when mm. every person is coming to the, fullness of, to the fullness of knowledge of God, their answers become different. Mm. Some people walk with God and they say Jesus is the way. Some people walk with God and they say Buddha is my path to enlightenment. Mm. They ask the same questions. Their answers were different. What matters is the fact that they engage with those questions. Those questions is what makes them better people, makes them loving people, makes them caring people, even if their mm. answers are different. So mm. coming to the same answers is not what we need. We need people who will engage with the questions. So mm. for growth to happen, you must have questions. And you must be dedicated enough to find your own answers to those questions. <sighs> There's a lot of talking. <sighs> you know, this is the problem with people that are too deep, man. <laughs> I <don't even> know. <laughs> I, well, deep goes out to deep again. This is why we're having this conversation. Yeah, okay. So what, what has been your most difficult decision that you had to make in the pursuit of what you believe is your um, purpose? Yeah. Because it's really yeah. slow. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, so what has been the most difficult decision you had to make in the pursuit of what you believe is your purpose or your calling or your destiny? What, what has it been? I think for me, it has been the struggle of enjoying the process. Process wow. is painful, process is irritating. Yes. True, true. Wow. So, as with every person who is young and ambitious and purposeful, I know where I'm going. I have a fair idea what I want out of life. And I'm chasing it with single-mindedness. But you see, the destination is not the, the, destination is not the only thing that can give you joy. Mm. The drive to the destination is as important. It's not just important for you to get to where you're going. You should smell the flowers along the way. Sure. And so this that, yes, I'm going somewhere, but I can enjoy where I'm going to. I think that has been my most important because I'm so intense and I'm so passionate and I want to do things the right way. But I can also have friendships along the way because people are important. I can also attend parties along the way, not every time studying books. Mm. So it's a consistent struggle for me. I don't know how to enjoy life. But I want mm. to learn. Wow. Honestly, I could I could go on and on and on and on with this conversation. I think what we'll just do is I, I'll have to have you back. Like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> because that's the thing. 
you know, like, so... yes, you have to keep coming back. <laughs> So next, I think what we'll do is we'll ensure that next one I'll, I'll I'll hammer back on this issue of process, you know, and then we'll stick to it because honestly, that process alone will take hours to to dissect, you know, to talk True. about it. It take hours, literally, because even as um as, as a grown adult, you know, they are small adults and they are grown adults. <laughs> we still yeah, have. Yeah, we still have to wrestle with that process-ish. You know, even when you think that, you know, when you think that you've you've passed this state before now, what the heck? Why again? I thought I'd, you know, having to always think about how you can become a better person, you know, because truly you never really arrive. You know, when you arrive is when you begin to die. You never really arrive. You know, you just get to a place where you know, okay, so in this place, I think I'm good now. Can I move to the next level? Can I move to the next process? Can I move to the next? And just continually be in a state of um, continuous improvement. I think, you know, so that that's one area I'm, I'm sure I'm going to um, have to talk to you about. But before we go, I'm going to ask you um, three very quick questions. And just give me... Um, the right answer. Well, it can be the wrong answer. We don't know. <laughs> Just your answer, anyways. <laughs> okay, so yeah, morning or night person? Ah, <laughs> morning person. Morning person. Really. Okay, indoor or outdoor? Outdoor. This is what I did decide. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you have to go get this bread. <laughs> <laughs> How do you reset? I, I meditate. I knew that was coming. <laughs> That's another topic for another day. <laughs> Thank you so much, Inkath, for, for, for joining me this this time. Thank you so, so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you much thank more. Thank you for, for listening. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Metal. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that was um, Yinkash Shitu. Um, I'm sure you guys... Uh, I, I, know, I know what you'd find out of this is so many questions that you need to answer yourself and i think that's fine you know i we should never be afraid of questions you know because it helps us to you know know more about ourselves and and dig, dig deep you know for the kind of answers that that makes life you know more beautiful thank you for listening thank you so much for listening ciao ciao